Let's get it going. Nobody knows about the Three, two, one. And welcome back. To another episode of Untitled, or of the Untitled Podcast, hosted by Kelsey Materi and myself, Omari Fraser. Oh, man. We're back. We're back. You can't get away from us. Can't get away from us. Can't get rid of us. We're here to stay. <laughs> we're here to stay. We're having too much fun out here. Yeah. This is something that we're, we've just been along for the ride, and like we said in other episodes, yeah. I've been just enjoying it. I, I'm actually so looking forward to today's episode because we got a another great close friend of ours, <coughs> one who's been slaying it, slaying it in the game. It's true, right? Yeah. You know, well, I'm gonna dive into her because I don't want to spill all the beans, all no, the no. beans just yet. But um, you all are gonna get to know him about her really soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little wait when our when our group of friends listen to this, they're gonna hear that and. You know, the the gnome. <laughs> the gnome. It's an part. inside joke. All right, don't worry a about it. A massive inside joke it. at the moment. Massive. It right is. now, it our really guest is. is killing herself laughing because she knows. She knows. <laughs> she knows what's about it. Yeah, this is just one of those things to where it's like, and this is something I want to touch on. You know, when like obviously everyone has their group chats of all their friends, True. right? Oh my god, yeah. You know, and of course, like especially for girls, like I'll put this in the perspective of a guy. Say, all right, <clears throat> guy and a girl goes out, yep. date goes well, okay? Now, the girl's going to go back to her friends, and what's she going to do? She's going to text her group chat. Text the group chat. She's instantly texting the group chat. Yeah. All right. We touched on this um, in episode four. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't listened to that, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Make sure you use audio messages. Audio messages help relate yeah, a tone so better. Nice. But, oh, especially, man, we got to add that, using tone. Like, texting doesn't really a tone. We just, we had a, a friend of ours had a case of that where messages were sent, tones were misread, and True. it blew out of, out of proportion, but. Yeah, but, like, not out of proportion, because, like, if you're going to send texts that explicitly have shitty language, mm-hmm. they're going to get taken out of context yeah. if you're trying to be a funny guy but you're actually not yeah so anyways let's skip that let's skip that <laughs> but then back to the group chat because this this relays yeah, yeah. into okay, the the um <laughs> the funny thing i find with all group chats the moment something let's say sus is sent suspect is sent or received guess where it's going the group Straight chat to the group chat and we re- we recently had something sent to our friend group chat where the entire group chat even people who didn't re- don't reply or like barely reply were roasting this person and it was like a playful roast but yeah man i'm just like having me sitting there wondering like how many times have i been roasted by like just like oh, girls so in the true. past where like maybe date went well i thought went well or like just whatever kind of happening in our relationship and it's just like man i wonder if that stayed between us to where like nope you're virtually getting roasted right now in a group chat where you're the pin topic <laughs> going you, over and, over. and you alone <laughs> you and you alone <laughs> oh man gotcha. i can only i can only imagine so there's gotta be like a way to like help protect yourself there should be like a secret agency where it's like we protect, we protect your virtual roasting from all group chats. Oh, probably not. <laughs> well, actually, um, should we just should we just like dive in to our guest? Uh, yeah. Or like, what do you yeah. think? Yeah, I'm actually so stoked to bring to bring her on here because she's someone who we hold so dearly to our hearts, and we only know for a short time too. When I, when I when I think about like, oh, what's she doing? But. In that short time I've known her, she's been someone to, she's pursuing her goals, very musically inclined, which yes, um, I guess she definitely takes the, takes the cake there for doing that. And she's someone who she's working on her craft. She's actually got a couple songs coming out, which hopefully she's going to speak about and talk on. Yeah, and, exactly. And building up. And she has a very strong music background, but she's unknown and untitled at the moment but also true 
she'll soon be known because she's just that good. So, and the other thing is, if you don't know, she's actually hilarious. <laughs> she's like very funny. so funny. I oh man, I we Her TikToks kill so me. much. Her TikToks do kill me, but so funny, like hilarious. Like some of the best laughs ever <laughs> start because jane says something <laughs> if i just say this one thing are you gonna go you again hey we got a what nut butter oh my god get out of here <laughs> we got almond we got peanut butter oh uh, we got all all kinds all kinds but with that being said jane let's welcome you on say hi to the people oh this is my very first podcast Oh, very excited. We need to introduce her better. Like, say her name in more an extravagant way. I can't say her last name, though. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I feel like I always mispronounce it. We got Jane. <laughs> okay. What is your artist name, though? Um, Honestly, that has been a topic of conversation amongst me and my fellow musician friends um, who are helping me uh, in the works right now with all of my producing and whatnot. We're still debating on what uh my stage name should be and a lot of them have actually been saying that i should just keep it as jane but we'll see not too sure i mean as i like start making more music maybe it'll click one day and we'll be like huh sylvia yeah. sylvia daisy <laughs> that's, <my stage> <laughs> that's the Imagine. one um okay well that's that's cool you don't need a stage name right now you could think on it I have time to think on it, yeah. I'm still, yeah, like, writing music, and, you know, until I'm actually performing live, I, I it's not something I'm going to worry about too much. Yeah, well, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, well, so, so, like, how, being a singer, how did you find your voice? Like, what made you sing? Like, how did you first start? I, uh, I asked my mom, I was like, a couple years back, I was like, hey, what was my first word? I feel like that's a very curious question, like, people ask themselves. I don't yeah. know if you've asked your mom that, but I've asked my mom. What your first word was? Yeah, what my very first word was. And hmm. she said, uh, you actually learned how to sing before you learned how to speak. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I was like, well, what did I sing? And she was like, oh, well, you were just like, you know, how kids do. <laughs> singing nothing but it was still musical rather than just like monotone speaking so you've had it since you were like a potato since day one it's in my genes it's in my genes my dad is very musically inclined he's written a couple songs and uh even going further back to his great-grandmother she was a violinist um of sorts in an orchestra i'm pretty sure but yeah it's uh genetic that's cool. So you just, you're born with it. I do. I mean, I have long, long ass fingers. Like, you, you, you take a close look at my fingers. You're like, damn, she must play piano. And I do. I play piano. She does. And it's, <laughs> it's really nice. Aw, oh, thanks. No, it is. Sometimes I'm just sitting in the living room at your guys' house. And I'm like, oh, Jane's playing the piano. <laughs> you know? You know, I always, like, beat myself up because I, I actually taught myself by ear how to play piano. That's so cool. It's very you cool. taught yourself. Yes, I, okay. I self-taught. Um, yeah. My parents, once they realized how good I was at piano, they're like, well, it only makes sense to put her in music lessons. And I hated it, let me tell you. Ooh. Too much discipline, and I just, it was too restrictive. So to this day, I still don't know how to read sheet music, but if I listen to a song or, like, follow the keys, I can I can learn a song. That is, that is so it's interesting. Because, cool. like, you think, like, oh, you're someone who likes music comes to you so naturally you would have gone to like music makers and was enrolled in like the five-year course or have yeah. words but you're just like no it's too restrictive so literally all your music comes from your ear yeah pretty much um i find the best way like if i'm really into a song like i love claire de lune um Bach is amazing um but yeah going on youtube and watching youtube tutorials like how to play you know, blank, blank song. Mm -hmm. It's the best way. That's so cool. For me. So, so that's how you found your voice then? I, what well, a, I actually found my voice uh, through talent shows. Like, I started singing at a very young age. Like, I had this um, very strong desire to be heard mm -hmm. through singing. Um, and I've always been so passionate about, about that. And I, and I wasn't uncomfortable with being seen either. So 
it all started uh, really with talent shows at school. Like every year, you'd see me like signing up for talent shows. And yes, my very first song I performed was actually with a friend, and it was "I'm a Believer." Oh, nice! uh, Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you know the Shrek song. Yeah, Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then it was "Bubbly" by Colby Collette. Ooh, such a good one. Yeah. Oh my god, you'd be so good at that. Yeah, I feel like I've heard you sing some of it. I don't know. But it's a very I love like the jazzy, like the smooth kind of music. That's that's right up my alley because I find you can really capture in in the simplicity of it the beauty of someone's voice mm-hmm. and and the story as well. That's awesome. What what I'm interested to hear is where the drive or where did this self taught aspect come in? Because you don't, because you hear a lot of it more more about it now. People are trying to learn things themselves, especially in the day and age we're in. But that was you growing up. So, what tools did you use? What, I guess, what resources did you have to try and self teach yourself? So my stepdad um, decided to buy a grand piano as a decorative piece for the oh. house. Okay. So okay. This, this grand piano. So you know how your typical piano has like a black cover covering the strings. Like the mm-hmm. top is usually black, right? Yeah. This particular piano was glass on top, and it actually folded up in half, and you could perch it up so it looked like butterfly wings. So the piano, in and of itself, is gorgeous, right? Beautiful piece for the house. Um, my parents knew I was kind of interested in learning, you know, instruments. But they didn't understand the extent of it until I actually, I was the only one of my family that sat down and spent, I would spend hours on that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I remember the first time I taught myself how to play with two hands. So I guess you can call me ambidextrous or however you say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my stepdad was like blown away. So he spent hours trying to learn what I was teaching myself. That's so cool. Via sheet music. So, yeah, wow. It was pretty incredible. And, yeah. So the piano um, The piano kind of drove started you. everything, yeah. Wow. That, that was when I, that was like the real initial kind of like, ooh, aha moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, you're like, okay, something's, something's working here. And honestly, so therapeutic. As a little girl, you know, I didn't do too well in school. I was bullied. And I'd come home. And I would spend hours on the piano, play, like composing my own stuff. Whatever sounded good, you know, I would build off of that. And I and I wrote so many songs, to which you know my mom she whipped out like the VHS recorder. <laughs> of course, yeah, she would be like, Jane, what what are you performing today, Jane? And I hated it. I hated her recording me, but I'm so glad she did it because a lot of those songs I don't even remember until I look back on video, and it's like, oh wow. Pretty, that's I'm impressed. So <laughs> no, that's actually so impressive. Thank you. I also, that piano sounds very impressive. Oh, yeah. yeah, we don't have it anymore. We we had to get rid of it when we moved from Vancouver. But I dream of it. I dream of that piano. One, one day. day. Honestly, yeah. one day I will buy that same piano. I promise myself. Yeah. Perfect. Love to hear that. I hear it consistently from musicians, especially where they play from ear. Is that like, oh, can you re- replay that song again? And typically, it's like, no, I can't. Like, I just felt it in the time, in the moment, and that was it. And I can attest to that 100%. <laughs> so, like, usually when I'm on the piano and I'm, like, you know, dilly-daddling, trying to come up with a new sound, I'm recording it on my phone for that very reason. Because okay. I know I'm going to forget it. I'm like, oh, shit, this sounds so good. Right? You have mm-hmm. to. Oh, record. I love that. Yeah. So, th- does your phone right now have, like, pieces you've made? So many if you go to my voice memos, yeah. you will find, <laughs> and I've tried, I try every year to dedicate like, I don't know, an hour to clearing yeah. it out. And it's, uh, it's just a lot find of work, like man. gold. I find, I find some gold nuggets in there. <laughs> so from Sometimes. those voice memos, have you, do you have a song based on one of those times? Um, okay. So those songs, I do plan on making come to life soon because they are their own songs. Um, if you're referring to the stuff that I'm working on now, it's uh, solely based off of, like, I mean, it's guitar, right? Like, 
it's not piano. The stuff that I plan on producing further down the road will definitely have more piano in it and will be a lot of my original... I mean, everything's original, but... (laughs) You're, like, original, like... Original piano from, like, the voice memos. Do you know what I mean? I would love to incorporate that into an album at some point. That'd be so cool. So I guess that actually kind of stems into another question, which would be, like, what, what do you strive to achieve within the next year, specifically? Um, honestly, I would be, with how things are looking with COVID, um, I would be really happy if I got an album done by the end of the year, or an EP at the very least. So I have one song, which is currently being mixed, and I can't take full credit for this song. My friend Johnny, who I met quite recently, actually, um, has been quite involved in this song. Uh, he's the guitar player for it. Oh, yeah. oh yes, I met he's him so the other cool. day. He's amazing. His name is Johnny Chavez. You can check him out. Um, very, very talented individual. He actually teaches music to kids on the side. And he has an ear, let me tell you. So working with him has honestly just been magical because this song that is coming out, we actually wrote in a matter of, I want to say like three hours. It took us three hours to write the song. He came to my house and he's like, how do you want to do this? And I'm like, just start playing. So he starts playing on his guitar and he's like, this is a piece that I wrote recently and start singing. And so it was all improv and we recorded it and went from there. That's so cool. It was amazing. <laughs> we, <laughs> we listened back and we're like, holy, you know, it's amazing when like it just flows together and yeah, it just happens, you know, mm-hmm. when, when you have the right crew. So you, you said flows together. Is there like a process that you do to get into that zone? I honestly, like to be honest, my head is full of things and words and moments and feelings. Uh, you could consider me scatterbrained. So when it comes down to writing music, I don't find it challenging to come up with lyrics usually. When there's a melody that touches my soul, it's like that snap of a finger. It just, you're like, oh my God, I need to write this down. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of finding that right melody to kind of like bring out those lyrics. That is, that's pretty cool. That's, that's that's definitely different from the answer I was expecting because I would I always like to relate things to how I guess as an athlete we think of like oh when you're in the zone like everything's just clear and that's unique to hear how it is for a musician where everything flows and you're like. It sounds like it just kind of blocks um, the memory side of your brain to like remembering, or like that part's like shut off, and everything else can just flow. Yeah, it, it is like everything else shuts off. It's like it's you and it's the music, and whatever the music is making you feel, you sing off of that. You know, whatever comes to mind, and if it sounds good, it sounds good. Most of the time, it sounds good. It sounds bad. <laughs> it sounds bad. You know, it's like, and it, and it did. Like a few words. You know, I showed my mom the rough draft of this this song that we're producing. She's like, you know, this needs to change. This should be different. And I'm like, absolutely. And so you just like revisit the song and you tweak a few words. And yeah, it really is like an art piece. You know? That's cool. Okay, I actually have a question. So we both play sports, and I don't know about Mari, but like. Me and pretty much everybody else I know mm-hmm. has like some type of superstition or something before they play or practice or train or whatever. Do you have like a superstition that you do or like a routine mm-hmm. like right before you record or like get into your zone? Like, is there something that you have to do? No. Um, usually, I just was wondering about that. That's a really good question, but I, I brew myself some tea. <laughs> to do that <laughs> to frequently. warm up my vocals um honestly if there's a mic in hand and i can hear myself like really clearly i don't know i think that's that's really what it is and given that i'm with the right people like the vibe is there i don't mm-hmm. have to do anything to like establish like the vibe do yeah you know i got I mean? you i got yeah. you yeah it's it, it's there especially once that tea kicks in it's like yeah Right, bagel spice. Ooh, you're like a full body dance, full body experience. (laughs) 
it's actually so funny too because even when we were messing around with like your karaoke speaker <laughs> in the car you were you had the mic and you were just spitting shit you know what i mean like it's like it just comes to you like even <laughs> i would also like to mention that i am a gemini so communication <laughs> is really my first my first priority <laughs> no but seriously like such a fun situation when we were all out having a blast and Jane's just killing it on the mic man just giving out lines and like oh jokes and it was great so like i feel like as the mic is just like something that just makes your brain turn. honestly absolutely that's such a good point <laughs> the mic is the channel <laughs> it really is honestly I love it. you don't know you don't know who you're gonna hear once that mic is in my hand <laughs> the accent is it yeah like is Crazy. it Susan working downtown on 4th Street in New York in the Bronx? Who knows? It could I be anybody. It. You know? Oh, oh, oh uh, that was good. <laughs> what's that guy, that impression that you you got, you two have it? Oh, yeah. Oh, with, um... Okay, so Amari's British, if you guys didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I, well, I have British family members, but I myself am Canadian. But I do a killer British accent. I think I don't know. You, 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 you guys can judge that later. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> I would say mine only comes out when I'm with family. So, oh, like, especially your parents. Yeah, especially when when I'm with my parents. Only thing is now, if me and Jane try to do it, everyone listening to me like he's obviously faking. Like he's not British. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I heard your real one though. Oh And yeah. it comes out when you're on the phone to your parents too. Yeah. But oh, what's that one? Oh, the Be- Greg Gregory. Uh, Beverly, and- Be- Beverly, Beverly and Greg. Gregory. <laughs> oh my god, Beverly and Gregory. Yeah, so we were filming That's a so Snapchat funny. one night, and it just came out. Like I said, oh, also my great great grandfather Robert Donat, he stars in Count of Monte Cristo amongst a couple other movies, is an actor. So again, ultimately, it is genetic. So you just got that. Like- I take no credit. It's just <laughs> <the genes. laughs> I got good genes. Like a jeans. The, the, her vocals are like your or, or cute co- jeans. Your cute jeans. Thank you. I was like literally mentally thinking, like, what was that? Your line? cute jeans. We <laughs> Those love are my Kardashians. jeans. <laughs> yeah, that's a we good stand. Oh, uh, that's, that's okay. Good. So I guess that would fall under like routine, sort of for like music. But what about regular life? Like, do you have what are some of your routines or habits that you do just in general in general like music aside yeah not not including your music Mm. what would you say is a habit i say have but an activity activity okay maybe you should say have activity habit thoughts you know self-talk that you're having with yourself just like progress yourself forward because obviously like you got goals to to become a big celebrity singer for your top like the goal isn't to be a celebrity like actually the idea of fame scares me i could agree with that the idea of people loving your music is amazing and a fat paycheck of course but (laughs) the whole fame aspect of it really just doesn't sound fulfilling to me if anything it sounds empty because ultimately these people don't you, you know what I mean? They see no, a version of you, and it's a version yep. that they fantasize of, right? Yeah. Um. So then, yeah. So like, what's something that? Yeah, tying back to your day to day stuff. Uh, like I said earlier, like I'm quite scatterbrained. There's usually a lot going on. Um, oftentimes I, <laughs> I think very existentially. I will walk past a mirror and I'll be like, this body. Like, I, I don't have to identify as this body. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not me. Like, I look in the mirror. Oh, there's, like, a pimple on my face today. Oh, that sucks. But it's not me. So, like, very deep thinker on a general basis. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's... So you don't let the, the little the little things bug you? Uh, like, sometimes the little things bug me. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm, like, asking myself, like, oh, my God. It doesn't define you define the whole goal is to just like know myself mm-hmm. I like that yeah cool. do you know what i mean like the little yeah. things just like i don't know they don't they really don't interfere you know like I, I i i'm a human being ultimately at the end of the day and i like have emotions and i have problems as we all do 
and you know you feel through it you go through the motions but yeah i i just uh i don't know family is a huge thing for me yeah yeah family is very important that's like my safe space um being with my siblings i have three younger siblings who i love dearly and just talking with them conversing with them makes me really happy and yeah so i i I make an effort to do that i feel like they keep they keep me sane yeah Yeah. siblings have that unique attribute to be able to make you stay humble (laughs) Yeah, you know like i even with like my brothers and sisters that they like we all just know each other's buttons and it's like, oh, you think you're you think you're hot shit today? Oh, let me just beep boop 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 and just knock that right down, you know? <laughs> yeah, let me just knock you down a couple of levers. Not yeah, that like exactly. they want to bring you down, no, but they want to like humbling. they're humbling, right? Especially for like the days of like. And that's what I mean. They keep you sane, you know. I like say hi to my little brother Ty Titan. I'll be like, hey Ty, and I won't get a response. <laughs> I love the guy to death. But he's in that stage of his life where he's too cool for me. You know, oh, his big yeah. sister, right? He's like, you know, he's too busy. <laughs> how how so, old is he? Oh, he's uh, he's he's turning thirteen. Oh, okay, yeah, he's young, young blood. Young, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oh man, to be thirteen again. No kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> thirteen I, was fun. Thirteen was fun. Fourteen was really fun. I actually performed at the Stampede Talent Search at fourteen. That's so cool. Ooh. I performed beautiful. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I performed beautiful by Christina Aguilera. Ooh, I was. Uh, you know, I grew up. You know, my dad's six foot eight, so I got the tall jeans, tall skinny jeans, <laughs> cute jeans, cute jeans. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Um, but my classmates didn't think so. They thought I was too skinny. So I had a lot of issues actually growing up with self-confidence and uh, self-esteem, right? Just not finding, it was, a, it was a really big struggle to find worth within myself. Um, so that song I picked because it really touches on the importance of loving yourself and that you can love yourself and that you are allowed to love yourself. So yeah, I performed that in front of, I think it was like 800 people, 500 That's... plus at least. And let me tell you, I was scared shitless. <laughs> you're like, you don't know fear until you're 14 years old. You're the youngest contestant. I couldn't even, like, apply for the, the prize at the end because I was too young. Oh, yeah, because you're tiny. I was so, yeah, I was a tiny little thing. But, yeah, I remember the uh, MC. He came behind the curtain. He's like, you know, you're up next. You ready? You know, he's, like, giving me a little pep talk. <sighs> I've never shaken so much in my life. <laughs> my hands were sweating, knees weak, arms are heavy, vomit all over my sweat, my mom's spaghetti, honestly. So yeah, my mom. But on the surface, you looked calm I'm, and ready. On the surface, I looked calm, calm and ready. And ready. <laughs> to drop bombs. Yeah, honestly. So yeah, that was a huge milestone at 14 years old. Yeah. And Seriously. It, that's such a huge, like, big ups to you for doing that. Especially being 14, going on a stage because stage fright is real. Yeah. You know, like. You know, I actually remember practicing that song in the living room with my mom. She was a huge part of that motivation. And she believed so much in me. She actually created this website called Music Moth. And mm-hmm. it was solely to keep track of all, like, my musical moments. That's she's so like, cute. Music. Yeah. So she's always been a huge backbone supporter. And yeah, so much love to her for that. I, I don't think I would have done it without her. She was a huge motivator. You know, she was there at the tryouts, you know. She was there uh, front front, front and ready with her, her video camera bawling her eyes out. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. That's well, so cute. Mm-hmm. With a VCR? Yeah, I'm not sure. The, <laughs> the hand. Yeah, oh, the one for sure, yeah. Yeah. See, um, that's, that's not like the nice thing of being growing up in the phase we did of the year is that our parents had like the video camera with the VCR had to pop a tape in and out. Yeah, yeah. No, I I have to agree with that. Like that's such oh it's nostalgic. It's mm-hmm. so nostalgic too. And also, it's not like you're filming with your phone and you have like a million notifications popping up, right? Distracting yeah. you. Totally. With those cameras at least, you're like fully present. Yeah. And you're like totally. there in the moment. So yeah, all the more special. Um, I actually have a question for you. 
you touched on this uh, a couple minutes ago. Two things, actually. Number one, she just whipped out some Eminem lyrics, like, straight flowing and fluid. Was that not hilarious? I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> this is what I mean. This girl's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Second thing. Um, so you you mentioned, um, to like, finding your worth. Mm. So if if is there something that you or a way that you found that or how how did you how was that journey Mm -hmm. if you're if you're okay to talk about Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of people um even sort of mid to late 20s especially early early 20s late teens sometimes have a trouble find have finding have trouble finding their worth Mm -hmm. and and don't don't know how to like sort of just channel themselves or rely on other people or rely on um like their friends opinions their family's opinions mm-hmm. but like their own worth mm-hmm. you know what i mean i just yeah. feel like that's such a struggle mm-hmm. you know people in general you know you see grown men in their 40s right or women like midlife crises like you see it all the time right um, and ultimately people, a lot of people try to find worth in something external, like you were saying, you know, like relying on other mm-hmm. people or things or, you know, whether it's money, a big house, um, that's where a lot of people equate their worth to. But as a little girl, you know, being bullied for the way you look and being a woman in general, you're criticized day in and day out. hundred percent. And it can get exhausting, right? Um, so I think... It's still a process for me, but I've definitely come far from where I was. Um, And I think the biggest thing was realizing that it's not about you. And it doesn't have to be. And it can, you know, if if you focus your energy on just, like, loving people and seeking out, like, positive experiences, as corny and cliche and dry as that sounds, it actually... It, it's like a domino effect. It kind of trickles into the rest of your life, you know, like different aspects. So, I don't know. I think I also found my worth, too, in just, like, knowing that I'm a good person. Like Do you know that. what I mean? That's a big, uh, you, like, you <coughs> that's a a big one. And, but also, like, coming to that place where I was, I felt allowed to acknowledge that I was a good person without feeling guilt yeah. associated with that is huge. People feel like they're not allowed to admit to themselves that they're good people. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Because I think I think some people also interpret it as being like super cocky. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. But honestly, like no, like I think you are so confident in yourself and who you are, and and you don't expect like people's opinions. I've been I mean? through enough. Do you know what I mean? It's like I also think there's that aspect of like being through enough that you're just like you're just you. What's the point, man? What is the point? Am I really going to feed my energy into this right now? Like, oh, there's just no point. And you don't even find entertainment in it. <laughs> it's just like, no, okay, on to the next thing. What can I bring value to? Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So how do you answer that then? What's your answer to that? How do I, like, what do I bring value? Or yes. Oh, actually, you know, here's a, here's a one. What, what, yeah, what do you find value in? And what traits are valuable to you? So this is sort of based on like, uh, sort of like people. Mm-hmm. So relationships, friendships, workplace, whatever. Like what, what do you find value in? But also what value do you take? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I recently found myself surrounded by really cool people for like the first time in my life that I can like genuinely call friends. And these people seem to all kind of have common uh, traits about them. Um, A lot of it is intent. What is your, what, like, what is your intention being with me, being around me, hanging out with me? If your answer is, uh, if you don't know what your answer is, then like, I, I don't know. It's like life is about having intention, right? So like if you are just like enjoying life or like enjoying being with that person and like you're having fun and you're laughing, like that's pure. That in and of itself is pure and there's no other motive. Um, and then being attentive, like just being like 
a caring person, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I find value in people that are able to look below the surface. Uh, I find value in people who don't feel the need to put on a facade, a fake version of themselves, people that can just be real. Um, So I find myself surrounding myself with more of those people. And you really are who you hang out with, so... Yes, you know that's that's got to be picky with who you hang out with. <laughs> no, exactly, and that's we touched on that um, with with Maddie yeah. in episode three, and yeah. we also touched on that in episode two when we talked about circles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We talked about us four, you know what I mean, and we're all very like minded and supportive and like just genuine people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? genuinity. Yeah, that's huge. Interesting. So, what do you take value then? Does that make sense? Um, how did I word this? I worded it well uh, when I asked you the first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so those are the traits that you find valuable. Yeah. But what value... Oh, I don't know. Do you know, I'm trying to explain like it. Like how... To, what value? To find value. To find value? To find it. Oh, to find it. Yeah. How do I find value? Yeah, how do you find value? Um, it's all in your mindset. So I could like confidently say that two years ago, I was living in this very dark place within my mind. Um, and it got to a point where I really didn't want to be here anymore. And ultimately, you know, I had gone through a lot and what happened wasn't my fault, but how I chose to deal with it was completely up to me. So I had chosen this path for myself of this victim mentality, and I decided it was the most comfortable and it was the most convenient. Um, And so I was surrounded by value, but I didn't see it because I didn't want to see it. Interesting. I chose to see the darker parts of reality. And if you look close enough, I mean, it's not hard to find negativity. It's all over the place. Yeah, it's very easy to find negativity. It's so easy. But, you know, I remember the day I decided to finally shift my focus. Um, Struggling with depression, it's quite difficult. But, you know, you ultimately have to be your own advocate. And I decided, I'm like, okay, this day going forward, I'm going to seek out positive moments. And I'm just going to try my best to be positive. And I hated that. I hated when people used to tell me, just be positive. I fucking hated it. I was like, that's a slap in the face. You don't know what I've been through, et cetera, et cetera. That's so, yeah, right? I got you. Mm -hmm. But when you actually take a step back outside of yourself, and again, going back to what I was saying before, realizing it isn't about you. Life is about all of us, like as a collective, and just like being good to one another. Um, And as soon as you can take that spotlight off of yourself and realize like, oh my gosh, like everyone's living in their own realities. Like you guys have your own perspectives. You have your own like mental narratives that you play out in a day oh yeah right so it's like what are you choosing that narrative to be interesting so that's the value i like that's how you find value no i love that and i think that's so important for people to hear yeah i think so like so many people struggle with depression Mm -hmm. not necessarily in the same severity but at some point they do and I, i honestly think that every single person has some type of, like, face-to-face with that. Absolutely, we all do. If you're a human being, you're going to have that conflict. Yep, and I just think it's so important to to hear you say that. Do you and, know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, and, like, that's a huge thing. It's like, like I said earlier, I, I've always had this desire to be heard, and whether that's through speaking or through music, I don't know, I feel like music is so universal. If you're it's wanting true. to convey a message to people... Music is typically the best way, whether it's a message about money, sex, and drugs, whether it's a money about loving yourself or lust, right? And so my goal as an artist is to put music out there that is able to shift that perspective in a way that I was able to shift my own perspective. I love that. Honestly, like, music should be a love language, Mm -hmm. too. Totally. I think it is. You know what? It is. Because you you can take so much from a song or so much from 
what people listen to and and relate to and i think it's just it's just a so um what's the word it's like intimate mm-hmm. yeah it's so intimate yeah yeah you know what i do i uh i i figured out my brain has this i guess this attachment to music to where like i always attach a song to a memory mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. 100%. and there's i'll, I'll tell i'll tell us a, a story here like you know uh when i was 22 22 23 went through a breakup and i refused to listen to any song because i refused to attach a song to that this this memory that's so true it's so true but it's so so hard to do i know with my breakup i couldn't listen to any country because it's all so like heartfelt and i had to I ripped the Alexa out of the wall. Yeah. But yep. it's true. You create like those neural pathways and like those memories mm-hmm. and your brain automatically always associates those feelings with that song. Yeah. And so then you true. ruin the song for yourself. Yeah. So I yeah. totally understand that. Yeah. I was like, I'm not playing like my not listening top, to anything. Top, top hits, no <laughs> <Not> like <yet>. <laughs> bangers, radio, <laughs> none of it. Like I just want silence because I still want to be like, oh, I'm going to play this, like play a song. And I'll you guys know that song. silence is actually the loudest louder than any sound i secretly love it <laughs> <laughs> i secretly love it <laughs> well uh people don't people say like um silence is sort of like the biggest like hard hitter do you know what i'm saying yeah silence? yeah yeah like, it's silence the loudest speaks louder than actual words yes or actions yes, sometimes absolutely yeah that's why oh. i just ghosted this boy oh that's the tape <laughs> then that's that is the tape <laughs> Interesting. We won't. We won't have to touch on that. We won't touch on that. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. Honestly, honestly, wow, that was such a good like. I really enjoyed listening to that. Thank you. Like those were that really is is a lot of like heartfelt words. Funny enough, you said heartfelt because I was about to say that as well. Honestly, should we all say heartfelt on the count of three? Let's do it. (laughs) Ready? One, two, three. Heartfelt. Heartfelt. And that's the title of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just thought that was so endearing. And also, too, it's interesting because you are actually, you're at an age, too, because you're, so Jane is younger than both of us. Mm -hmm. You're 22. 22. 22. Okay. So I feel like. That age is such a good um, middle between your late teens, where you're sort of figuring yourself out, but also your like late twenties, mid to late twenties, where you're sort of getting trying to get more established. Mm-hmm. And I feel like hearing these words from you at that age is so important because as a listener, like for me, when I listen to something like that, I can really relate to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I just feel like having someone close to your age that says things that you're going through or that you're experiencing or that you have experienced is so important. Mm-hmm. So important. Yeah. That was really good. Thank you. Very good. I'm very glad that that touched you. And honestly, like, we're all going through it. Yeah. No, honestly. <laughs> and COVID is so hard. COVID has hit so many people. Um on many different levels and it's it's going to be interesting to see how it shifts but i mean you know regardless of the social distancing or the rules that have been implemented i think it's important more now than ever that we actually establish good human connection with one another well i think covid for us four really really pulled us together yeah it's amplified it if anything you know yeah and i don't know i mean i it's interesting because right before this podcast Um, Jane asked me a question and she just said can you just list three things that you're grateful for because it separate issue but she asked me that question and so I think everybody listening should ask yourself that question Mm -hmm. because one of my answers too was you guys because honestly like just having you guys beside me through some of the shittiest shit ever Mm -hmm. and listening to you guys but also being there for you guys and just having the support 
because like I said in previous podcasts, is that we're so supportive of each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. And it's so, so That's important beautiful. to me. And I'm so thankful mm-hmm. for you three. Like, I, I don't even have words to, to say thank you to you guys. So I hope that if you're listening to this, you can think of three things that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And just realize too, like, the whole, like, human experience is made so much better with, like, human connection. Like, that is what life is about. So if you can also just, like, make a habit, all of you listeners out there, to, you know, it's crazy. The other day, so I work with my mom, <laughs> and I say I love you every time I leave. Um, just out of habit, really. Of course I love her. But the other day, I stopped and I looked at her in the eyes, and I said, I love you, mom. And I actually took a moment to really feel that love. And it's just crazy. Like the shift that you see that happens when, when it's all about intent. What is your intention? Are you just saying the words or are you actually like meaning it? Are you living your life as authentically and real and true to you as you are or as you can be, you know, or are you just robotically going through the motions? So that's another, another huge that. thing. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because I know, like, with you guys, if I'm leaving, I'll be like, okay, bye, you guys. Love you. Yeah. Like, see you tomorrow. And we always thing. hug. Yeah, like, it's, you need that stuff. Yeah. Do not know. deprive yourself of that, you guys. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Life is too short. Yeah. That was good. Do you have anything to add to that? No, it, uh, it, it hits. <laughs> we it had hits. a moment. <laughs> it it hits. different. Just like but the it's, black and white. But it's true, though, because, like, when you're with people who, like, lift you up and you're on that same wavelength, like, man, we have a fucking blast. Like, so we have so many videos and, like, TikToks and just, like, goofy stuff that it's just never a dull moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can die tomorrow and be like, damn, like, yesterday or even, like, the day before that. Taco day. Was a great... It was a great day or a great moment. It's true. You know, or conversation, right? Oh, mm-hmm. it just, that that is how you add zest to your life. Yeah. A little zesty zest. You know, if you can't, you know, it's really hard right now. Like, you can't travel. You can't really, quote unquote, do much. But what you can do is connect with really cool people, if you so wish. You just have to put in the effort and then watch watch what happens. But be COVID safe. <laughs> That's one thing about... But keep it safe. Keep it COVID-friendly. Yeah, keep it COVID-safe, yeah. COVID-friendly. <laughs> Watch your limits at your parties. Yeah. And more than 15, even though we're planning to have a big rager. 50 Just kidding. That's over. a joke. Yes, we're kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> Biggest rager Well, I know us. Like, we're pretty We're pretty careful. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're very careful. So, so be careful out there, guys. Be careful mm. with your heart. Be careful with your mind, your body, and your soul. Ooh, love that. Mm. It's not just about the virus. It's about your mental health, gosh. Well, that was a good podcast. That was a good one. That was Thanks. good. I yeah, first podcast. <laughs> you killed Down it. The hatch. You so killed it. Like a, do you want to just like? Do you have? Do you want to plug your music or your Instagram? Oh, or anything I'll, like that. Give us all what the I'll plugs. All plug, the plugs. I'll plug my my Instagram because I will be using that as like. Are you gonna say your platform. last name so that I know how to? S- Yes, how to say it. Please do. <laughs> do you want me to say my last name? Yes. Okay. So my full name is Jane Shuchuk. Um, see, it's not that hard. Oh, it's that's really so not simple. <laughs> but like, you just look at it, and okay, I'm just see like, Shuchuk. There you go. Okay. See, so easy. But but then, I'm not sure if you have it in my phone, but I have you as like Jane Marie. Why Marie? Wait, wait, wait. I don't know. I think. Let me just double check this. Oh no, it's Jane Madeleine. Madeleine's my middle name. Ah, uh, that's why I was like, uh, I don't know which last name. To so pick. I'll be using my Instagram as my main platform to kind of like advertise my music. So if you guys are like wanting to stay tuned with that, I mean, I post a lot of random shit on my stories as well. So if you're ready to like learn and be entertained, also, uh, then yeah, that's exciting. But yeah, my Instagram is my first name, which is J A N E. And then my last name, S-H-E-W-C-H, no U, but there's a K. We'll, we'll link that. We'll Say link it, everyone. Okay, that'll be so much easier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We'll link it for everyone. And before we wrap up, we, of course, oh, have our quote of the day. This is my favorite And Kelsey part. had this one circled over and over and over again to where she's, like, gone through five pages. So, Kelsey, 
Hit the people with the quote. <laughs> I do have a lot of quotes. I think I want to do two, just because they fit. Okay, yeah. so the first quote of the day is, Someone who makes you question if you are worthy of being loved is not worthy of being loved by you. Mm. Okay, next one. Ready? Ready? Be a good person, but don't waste time trying to prove it. Amen. It's so nice because I send quotes to Jane and Maddie and stuff, and we're like, "Amen!" We're like, <laughs> amen, "I love it." Amen. <laughs> but that's I the really quotes. like those. Those are good. Those Thank are really you. good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Wait, you. did you write those? Um, no, I find them. Okay, but still. every time. But it's that was the quote of the day. So we can wrap it up now. Boom. Wow. Bye, guys. I'll miss you. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yes. I hope whoever's listening that your day felt a little bit better after listening to this. Oh. It's all oh, energy, so baby. So heartfelt. So heartfelt. <laughs> so heartfelt. So heartfelt. <laughs> Man, that was wonderful. Uh, I want to give a huge thank you to Jane for coming out and blessing us with her energy. Right? You can definitely feel in the room and oh, definitely. what she what she brings. Like she just this Don't warm, this <laughs> warm so cleansing amazing. energy that um easy long to get with but like so so genuine so genuine and fun to collaborate like there's oh. times where like i'll like i'll like come over and then we'll just like start talking like different accents <laughs> and like we just start collaborating <laughs> in different things and that and just you know some people you know. find it weird but no. you guys don't so it's great <laughs> we actually had taco night the other night and um me and Jane were in where we were like in their like pool room, like you know, pool, like pool with like a queue, mm-hmm. not like swimming. Putting balls in holes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we were playing pool, and Maddie had ran upstairs, and oh, what was it? Mr. Saxo beat. Mr. Came Saxo on. beat. And we were like the whole night. We're like, yeah, we're in Mexico, just loving it. And so we were like, let's close our eyes and, and pretend just that dance. we're in Mexico. And pretend that we're in Mexico on the beach. And it was a great time. I actually had so much fun. I ordered uno, dos, tres tequila shots. <laughs> tequila. <laughs> I swear my my Mexican, my Spanish accent's better than me. That was, oh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> All Life right, everybody. Uh, make it. Okay. Your outro music should be saxo beat. <laughs> we don't even have outro music. You should. For this you should, maybe just for this. See if we get the copyright for it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We'll, we'll oh sing boy. it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jane, Jane with the outro. I actually don't know the lyrics. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't. All right, well, everybody. Thanks yes. for Thanks for tuning in. in, and we look forward to hearing you guys next time Yeah. on the Untitled Podcast. Remember, eat your veggies, drink your water, cash in those big checks, take care of yourself, and mind your mental Right? Self care. Really important, right, Jane? Right. All right. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye.